Well, welcome back, Warrior fans. Get ready for the second game here from Lapine High School where your Warriors boys are getting set to take on the Burns Highlanders. Last year, these two teams met, and uh, it was a close game right down to the end. And the Warriors, i got to pull that up. I think the Warriors won that game by a point, if I remember correctly. Uh, let's see here. Let's see if I can find that. Uh, last year, how many Warriors? Oh, no, I guess that one wasn't that close. Oh, yeah. It was. Against Burns, it was 75-73. They played um, on the second day. Uh, this year, they're matching up on the first day. So, uh, last year was a pretty tough game. And, of course, Warriors are a little different team this year. As they come in, they uh, lost a lot of perimeter players from their starting lineup. Uh, of course, Michael Duncan, uh, who was one of the leading scorers for the Warriors last year. Tyler Parr, uh, also an excellent scorer and defender. Smart basketball player for the Warriors. And uh, the third member of that... Uh, my mind just went blank, and so you got to love it when that happens, when you're just talking along and you're talking about people you know, and all of a sudden you just completely draw a blank. It's a great feeling, isn't it? Um, and it's still blank. Michael uh, West Streeter, that's why. I love West. But, uh, yeah, he was the third member of that. Uh, and those three guys played just incredibly critical roles as the Warriors went all the way to the state finals last year, losing to De La Salle North Catholic, uh, knocking off uh, Dayton along the way, and Salem Academy, two teams, or not Salem Academy, uh, uh, get it right, Sandy M. Christian last year. So the Warriors had beaten Horizon Christian, then Sandy M. Christian. Uh, both teams ranked higher than them. The Warriors came in ranked 11th last year into the state playoffs and then took down Dayton, who was ranked first or second, depending on what you were looking at, and then uh, ran into a really tough deal of South North Catholic team. The Warriors just could not make an outside shot to save their life most of that game uh, and ended up losing a tough game uh, by about eight or nine points. So the Warriors come back this year without those seniors. Uh, but we've got some young guys who will be looking to step up, and we're going to talk about that with Coach Nelson here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, I've got a, an interview that I did with him, and uh, he'll touch on some of those seniors that are gone as well as uh, guys he's looking at to step up. But um, everybody knows about Josh Ward. Josh, uh, probably the best player in the state last year as a sophomore. Uh, one of the only kids I, I know of um, in the last 10 years at least, um, first-team All-State in both football and basketball as a sophomore. Sophomore, uh, so just Josh, an outstanding athlete. Uh, Josh also a great kid, uh, fun-loving young man, very respectful, uh, great attitude. Uh, works works hard every day. The biggest problem that Josh has, and Josh be the first person to tell you this, is he can get down on himself a little bit. You know, when things aren't going well, he has high expectations for how he's going to perform, and uh, that was something he struggled with early last year. Uh, was against, you know, he had some frustration. He get down on himself a little bit, kind of take himself out of the game a little bit. Uh, he got better as the year went on, and then, you know, as we hit about mid-January, this team just turned to, turned the corner. So this year, there's some different guys stepping in. You're going to have Logan Grove. You'll hear Scott talk about him a little bit. Logan will be starting at the point guard position for the Warriors as a sophomore. Uh, you're also going to have uh, uh, Disler. Um, Landon Disler stepping up and playing more minutes for the Warriors. George Hatch will be coming off the bench for him. Uh, Jake Bernard's, of course, starting up there with Josh Wart on that front line and uh, providing some extra defense and rebounding in there. And and uh, he can do a little damage on the offensive end, too, if you give him the ball down close. Uh, and 
I'm trying to think who I haven't mentioned here that'll be uh, uh, playing more minutes than what they did last year. Oh, Cody Dyke's going to be here. Uh, Cody coming in back after taking a year off of basketball as a senior now, uh, wanting to play with these guys and finish up his career on the basketball floor. And uh, you know he'll he'll bring a little something different to the floor than than. Uh, Maybe what some of these other guys do, and uh, Coach Nelson's going to talk about that also. Um, also, some young guys, uh, some guys that probably early in the season aren't going to see a lot of court time, uh, but as the year goes along, um, then uh, the Warriors will uh, hopefully get some more minutes out of these guys, and that includes uh, you know Noah Groom and Wyatt Hatch, and uh, maybe even Dylan Anderson, you know. Uh, but there's uh, there's also another young man that Coach Nelson's going to talk about a little bit, Isaac Hutchinson, Isaac. Uh, a junior, about six foot five, I'm going to say. Uh, great length, excellent shooter. Um, is is a young man who's got to become a better defender than he has been in the past. Uh, probably not going to play much uh, tonight or tomorrow. He's coming back off a pretty nasty uh, shop injury. He was uh, working on a knife uh, and getting ready to drill a hole, and it didn't have it anchored down. The thing spun and caught his uh, finger on his left hand. It was his left index or left middle finger, and just gashed it. Fifteen stitches for Isaac. He's got the stitches out, uh, but he hasn't been able to practice fully yet, and so. I just got cleared to play, and if you've ever had stitches, then you know uh, that is a really tender spot when uh, those stitches first come out. Uh, the skin is completely healed, but the nerves are on edge, and any kind of little bump at all really can be can be very hard and very painful uh, for the athlete. And when you're going to catch a basketball and that hand is, is very tender on a finger like that, there's a tendency to flinch or to think about that instead of about what your move is or what's going on on the floor. So... Isaac probably not going to see a lot of playing time today, but uh, that's a young man that a lot is is hoped for out of. Uh, he's got a tremendous amount of talent, great length, and and a good kid. A lot of fun, loves the game of basketball, and uh, will uh, be a great warrior player for this squad. So, all right, we're going to take a break for uh, a couple of minutes, and then we're going to bring on uh, Coach Nelson and talk with him a little bit about uh, this season and uh, what to expect out of these Warriors. So listening to Amity Warrior Basketball on 1260 KLYC, home of the Amity Warriors in McMinnville. Looking to buy or sell a home or some other piece of real estate? Call local realtor Becky Mather with EXP Realty LLC and the Welcome Home Team. As your trusted advisor, Becky is ready to walk with you through every stage of your real estate journey. Let Becky Mather help you make a real estate slam dunk. You can reach her at 971-241-2997. That's 971-241-2997. Becky Mather at EXP Realty. Whether you are starting a new project or just in need of repairs, call the experts at McMullen Electric. McMullen will make sure that the job gets done right and at a fair price. You can trust this locally owned and operated company to treat you as a valuable client no matter what size the job. McMullen has nothing but five-star reviews from HomeAdvisor. It simply doesn't get any better than that. McMullen Electric proudly serves its customers with pride, integrity, and attention to the details that matter most to you. Call today to get your electrical needs met. 503-435-9487. If you own property, you know there are always some jobs around that you just don't have the equipment to do. That's when you need to give Warrior Construction a call. Owner-operator Scott Worthington has decades of experience and can handle all sorts of excavation and demolition jobs with great expertise. Whether it's a septic system install, foundation dig-out, driveways, large landscaping jobs, trenching, or just getting some land cleared, Warrior Construction can handle it all. 
Give Scott a call at 971-241-1934. Trade Street Commons in downtown Amity is a historical place celebrating small businesses and community. Whether you desire a cup of Illy Coffee Excellence and a homemade waffle at the Common Cup, a gift of locally made chocolates and flower arrangements from Rainflower Florist and Sweets, or a hearty meal of fresh, delicious Mexican food from Tacos Burroughs, you will find that need met at the Trade Street Commons. Good food and drink combined in a friendly, quaint atmosphere. Come and visit us in Amity today. I'm sitting down with Coach Scott Nelson, boys basketball team at Amity High School. How are you today, Scott? I'm doing great. Looking forward to uh, starting off the season. Absolutely. Had a little warm-up a couple nights ago over at Western Christian. Got a couple quarters in. A chance for the boys to get out and play against somebody who's not them, Yeah, uh, which is always good. Um, And, of course, the the first question on everybody's mind is, what's the status on Josh Ward? Because we know he had a shoulder injury during football season, and I know he's been practicing. Yeah, and he's worn a shoulder brace at yep. times, a harness. He hates it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's 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 cleared the play, uh, so we'll see. Uh, we're going to um, we're probably going to get him started, watch him, and uh, see how he's moving around, and and uh, and kind of make it a, a not. I mean. A decision as we go along. Yeah, so play, play by ear, watch yeah, it, and see exactly. Um, you know, great attitude about the whole thing. I mean, he really yes. took that in stride for yeah. a kid that that was playing great during football season and was really the kind of the key to our offense. It really was, you know, and to to you know end his season like that at halftime against Rainier and and to have to watch his teammates play in the playoffs. That's, that's hard. Sure. Um, and then knowing he's not a hundred percent, you know, he may be cleared, but there's a difference between yeah, that and being hundred percent. There for sure is, and he knows that too. And and you know, like we've talked about uh, these these season, uh, preseason games, they're important, but they're really you know, not that important, right? So we we want to win them. We want to be playing uh, the right way and getting better. Yeah, but clearly, it's not what we do in in November. It's what we do in February, well, hopefully March. We saw that last year. I mean, yeah, really, this team didn't figure it out yeah. and take off until yes. about mid January, yes. and then they just escalated from that point on and just played better and better, and and really went through some adversity early in the season, and then played some really tough games later in the season last year, and. Uh, that team um, has several core players back, but obviously some players that played right. a key role. Wes yeah. Streeter, Michael yeah. Duncan, uh, Tyler Parr. Uh, Shooters. Not with us, right. So right. a lot of shooting gone. Those those three guys in particular uh, really brought a lot to the floor. Wes, not so much on his three-point shooting, but uh, he was kind of the engine that made things go. He was. He, we and talked, yeah. So there's offense to replace, but there's also that guy that Wes Streeter played for you to replace. Right. That, the that senior guy. leadership, right? And, uh, you know, we've got some good young talent. We are young. Uh, um, Logan is is going to step up and do the point, be our main point uh, guard and ball ball handler. It's Logan Grove. Yeah, Logan Grove. He's a sophomore he, this year. Exactly. Uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna start probably uh, one senior, three juniors, and a sophomore. So we'll be we'll be fairly young. Um, but we got guys that uh, I think are ready to step up. You know, Keenan Graham's doing a great job. Of course, we know about Josh. Yeah. Um, uh, Landon Disler. Landon Played Disler. Played quite a bit for you yes. off and on last year at yep. times. Uh, got great experience for a sophomore. Yes, for sure. He, he saw some good good minutes, and I like his uh, his hustle and his, his uh, defensive uh, attitude. Um, looking forward to Isaac Watcherson uh, stepping up this year. Of course, he's got the injured finger right now. He, he's another kid that's cleared to play. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, I'm... 
He's not nearly as ready as, for example, Josh. He hasn't actually touched the, the floor much in two weeks. So, so he might, conditioning he might, issues yes. and all kinds of timing yeah. issues and things. Yeah, uh, he might see a little bit of action only if we need some shooting, um, but probably not much. And uh, his injury was a little different than Josh's. Josh's yeah. happened uh, during a football game. Uh, Isaac's happened in shop class. And what we know, I believe, is that Ulu knives are sharp. Yeah, they are sharp. Yeah. He was very fortunate. He really was. Everybody, uh, including himself, knows that. So uh, yeah. hopefully everybody learns from that as well. Exactly. Uh, you Power tools and fingers don't, <laughs> don't yeah, mix. Yeah, you got to be careful. Uh, you talked a little bit about Keenan Graham. Keenan, uh, really trial by fire last year for yes. him. He was expected to be a bench player for yeah. you and get some time yeah. in the rotation. Instead, when uh, Brian Hatch went out with the ACL, Keenan was thrust into a starting position that he really wasn't ready for early in the season. Exactly. And that was part of those growing yeah, pains. That was. And, and, uh, and, and growing pains is the right way to say it. I mean, he's, he's obviously an athlete and, and uh, he's grown up around basketball, but. Uh, taking a step into into the starting role and uh, it, it takes a while and and he ultimately uh, embraced that and did a, a really good job for us as a slasher and and uh, a defender. Um, he, um, we're going to rely on him to uh, shoot the ball this year. You know, we like you mentioned in the earlier that we're missing Tyler and Michael, who are our primary three-point shooters, and right. we just got done watching the game film, and I think we had. 10 or 12 three-pointers uh, against Burns last year. Yeah. And most of them were Michael and, and Tyler. I think I think uh, Josh hit one and that was it. Uh, Brian hit a couple, but yeah. So we're you know, we're we're a different team. Uh, but I I think um, I think we've got the the makings of uh, of having a good Warrior basketball team this year. So uh Depth on the bench this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you talked a little bit about your stars. Jake Bernard's being the other starter, I believe, yeah, that you didn't yeah. mention that's a senior that, that'll fill in kind of that role of banging and rebounding and yeah. playing some defense interior there. Uh, but what do you have bench-wise, depth-wise? Mm-hmm. Uh, George Hatch coming off the bench as a primary defender. He's uh, he's really improved. I, I, I like his attitude. He's always been a great kid to uh, very coachable. Uh, he's He's kind of filling into himself in terms of how he can control his body and his ball handling has improved and uh, he, he's going to see I, I, I think he's on my sixth man right now and so he'll be coming off the bench to add a spark uh, um, they, they've got a really good uh, little defender or number two I, I forget his name for Burns uh, George is going to spend quite a bit of time on him <laughs> as well so um, yeah he his uh, you know, like everyone on our team, we still need to improve on our outside shooting, but uh, George is, is doing a great job for us. Um, and then Cody Dyke, a senior who's yeah, come back to play for yeah. you, play some rotation minutes for you there coming off the bench. Is yeah, that- and, and he's going to be, I'm going to rely on his, you know, his strength. He's obviously he was our middle linebacker in yeah. football, so he's got toughness, and which which I always try to bring uh, to our program is that, that toughness and help the kids understand that, Basketball is a physical game. You gotta, you gotta the right way. You yeah. gotta bring it, and uh, and that's the kind of the key that I'm looking for to him. I've had that discussion with him. You know, I'm not asking him to score the ball much. You know, of course, if he gets an offensive rebound, put it back in him. Yeah. But we're gonna, we're gonna rely on him to play defense at times, and then, uh, and then just bring that kind of 
that toughness element. So yeah, absolutely. And and again, we talked about you know West Streeter brought that last year yes. to the team where there's a loose ball, you're on the yes. floor first. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're the one taking the charge. Yeah. You put your body on the line, game in and game out. Mm-hmm. And and you know I remember West at Salem Academy leaving leaving oh, yeah. to go get stitches. You yeah. know because he was scrapping on the floor for a loose ball. That type of of mentality is critical for the team as a whole to have somebody who leads the, with that. The, you can't really uh, overstate that. Um, just the uh, the uh, emotional swing when you get a big charge. You know, it's usually usually an you know offensive foul. We get the ball. Sometimes they're you know they even score the basket. You wipe right. the basket off, and it's uh, it's a big momentum uh, shift in our favor when when kids step up and take those charges. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Scott. Yeah, uh, appreciate it. Good luck today and this weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Yep. If you own property, you know there are always some jobs around that you just don't have the equipment to do. That's when you need to give Warrior Construction a call. Owner-operator Scott Worthington has decades of experience and can handle all sorts of excavation and demolition jobs with great expertise. Whether it's a septic system install, foundation dig-out, driveways, large landscaping jobs, trenching, or just getting some land cleared, Warrior Construction can handle it all. Give Scott a call at 971-241-1934. Transitions in life. Sometimes it's difficult. One of the biggest transitions is when a loved one leaves us. Macy and Son is there for you. A trusted friend for five generations in Yamhill County. At that time, you will have lots of questions and need someone to walk with you every step of the way. Burial or cremation and a myriad of options, now including aqua cremations. Let Macy and Son walk that journey with you. Macy and Son McMinnville, five generations helping with funeral and family needs. Whether you are starting a new project or just in need of repairs, call the experts at McMullen Electric. McMullen will make sure that the job gets done right and at a fair price. You can trust this locally owned and operated company to treat you as a valuable client no matter what size the job. McMullen has nothing but five-star reviews from HomeAdvisor. It simply doesn't get any better than that. McMullen Electric proudly serves its customers with pride, integrity, and attention to the details that matter most to you. Call today to get your electrical needs met. 503-435-9487. All right, Warrior fans, wherever you are, we appreciate you joining us, whether you are in Hawaii or you are scattered across the Northwest and California, maybe up in Alaska. Appreciate you listening today, and uh, we've got about five minutes to go before the tip-off here of the Warrior Boys' first game of the year. They did have a little uh, two-quarter scrimmage versus uh, Western Christian. And uh, that didn't go particularly well, but they did uh, play well and actually got it down to about eight points in that second of the two quarters. And then uh, Scott went ahead and emptied his bench and allowed some younger younger guys who aren't going to always get a lot of playing time, some extra minutes since it was a game that doesn't matter in terms of your ranking in the state. Uh, but now we get for real, right? We play the... Uh, Burns Highlanders, and Burns last year uh, was a team that gave the Warriors some fits. Uh, the Warriors defeated them by just two points here at Lapine in that preseason uh, tournament. And last year's team for Burns had four seniors on it, and uh, so this is a, a little bit different team this year. But last year's team had a loss to Amity, a loss to Baker, a 4A school, uh, a loss to Parma, Idaho. It's a school that went 18-3, and three, uh, and then really struggled down the stretch, uh, losing 7 out of 10 to end the year. And so uh, a team that didn't finish well last year, started out, had a good, good season going midway through, uh, and then uh, really faced 
faded down the stretch. Warriors come into this game not 100% healthy. Josh, this is uh, uh, he is not 100%, but he's going to play tonight. Uh, he's cleared to play. So as far as the doctors are concerned, you're fine. But that doesn't mean you're 100% yet. Uh, he hasn't been practicing at full capacity. He's been you know, having to uh, favor at right shoulder a little bit. So uh, Josh will be um, uh, playing tonight, but uh, we'll see how he does. Uh, he looked pretty good in warm-ups, uh, but, you know, he'd be the first person to tell you warm-ups in the game, practice in the game, two different things when you start getting in there and banging with somebody uh, from the other team. Uh, this Burns team looks very young, um, and so as we watch them warm up, um, I know they've got the Seja kid, uh, Dakota Seja, who's a senior this year, who's an outstanding athlete. He gave the Warriors absolute fits last year at the point guard position, uh, and only five feet six inches, but the uh, uh, older brother, or uh, I think is a year ahead of uh, um, his sister, uh, who plays for the girls' team, who just lit the Warriors up for 25, most of that in uh, just the first two quarters. Um, also, we're not going to see uh, Isaac Hutchinson, I don't think, today. Isaac recovering from that finger injury I talked about there before Scott's interview. <clears throat> and he is uh, cleared to go, but really hasn't been practicing. And so uh, this is a uh, opportunity for, you know, he might get a couple of minutes, depending on how the game goes. But uh, he's... He hasn't been practicing, and I know there's still a lot of pain in that finger from the 15 stitches he had there, and it's all wrapped up, heavily bandaged, and taped to his little finger. So I think, um, or maybe to his middle finger and his uh, ring finger, I'm not sure. He's got two fingers taped together there. I can't see which ones. Starting for the Warriors tonight, Logan Grove at the point guard position, along with Keenan Graham there in the backcourt, Landon Disler, uh, Jake Bernards, and Josh Wart will be your starting lineup uh, for... The Burns Highlanders, it'll be 5'7", sophomore Adam White, number one. Number two, Dakota Seja, 5'6", senior. Like I mentioned, uh, very tough kid. Both ends of the floor, just good three-point shooter, really crafty ball handler, and a good defender. Number four is J.P. Friedrichsen. Uh, Friedrichsen, a 5'11", senior. And then number five, Jaden Tiller, a 5'6", sophomore. So not a lot of size out there for this team. If you're tracking at home there, that was 5'7", 5'6", 5'11", 5'6". And then Nolan Sheen, number 15, uh, 6'3", junior and uh, so not just not a lot of size on this team they have a 6-1 kid that comes off the bench and they look young uh, so uh, they look um, just look at their faces they look like a JV team and so uh, they're about to uh, to play against um, a man out there in Josh Wart. Uh, Josh at six feet six inches uh, as I mentioned was the best player in the state at the end of the season last year uh, dominated the paint owned it once he really figured out how to uh, stay out of foul trouble and still be able to block shots and play great defense down there he figured that out about midway through last year and he was a whole different player uh, Sophomore or freshman year, and then partway through his sophomore year, he'd find himself with some cheap little foul here and there, and end up on the bench, missing time, get frustrated with himself. He's past that. Here we go. Rated. War wins the tap, and it ends up in Logan Grove's hands. Grove quickly ahead to Graham in the right corner. Graham picks up his dribble, goes high post to Bernard's. Bernard's squares up, puts the ball on the floor. The tractor all the way down misses. Wart with the rebound. Josh shovels it through. Oh, knocked away and stolen by Seja. Seja, fast break going the other way. Graham tracks it down. Can't block it, but he affects it. Ball loose. Ends up back in the hands of Tiller. Tiller, his pass intended for Friedrichsen goes out of bounds. Josh is like pointing at his arm like, I got hammered. 
So, talking to Scott Nelson there on the bench. Grove brings it up the floor, takes a screen from Bernard, kicks it in the corner to Wart. Wart thinks about a three, goes baseline, lays it up and in, and he's fouled. Josh Wart just <laughs> taking the defender to school there. Little jab step to the right and then went baseline on Sheen. Sheen picks up his first foul. Wart gets the lay in and Josh loves to work that baseline and then put the ball high off the glass. At the foul line, Wart rims it around and in and he has the first three points of the year for the Warriors. 30 seconds gone in this one. Warriors up 3-0. Seja brings it across half court. Seja, or Tiller with it, excuse me, gives it up to White. White out on top. They swing it left over to Tiller again. Now they go right side to White. White looking for a cutter through there. Swings it back out on top to Friedrichsen. Left side to Sheen. Sheen, high post to Seja. Seja off balance. No good. Wart with the rebound. Wart behind the back up the right side. Okay, very comfortable with the ball in his hands. Just kind of works his way out to the corner. Takes a three from there. No good. Bernard's with the rebound. they got to get him for a push as he sent Friedrichsen flying out of bounds. It's a problem with being an offensive tackle at 6'3 and 250 pounds is you put a little arm. All he did was just put a little arm on Friedrichsen. Friedrichsen went flying out of bounds. Jake's a big, strong kid. And... Uh, wasn't trying to be extra physical down there. He just leaned on him a little. Sage on the left wing with it. Out on top to Friedrichsen. They go right side to Tiller. Back to Friedrichsen. They play catch out on top with it. Sage now on the left side looking for the cutter. Gets it to Tiller. Swings it cross court. Friedrichsen drives. Hangs. High off the glass. No good. Graham with the rebound. Graham pushes up the left side of the floor. Now slows up. High post to Logan. Logan Grove. Turns, spins, off balance, no good. Forcing that one a little bit. Tiller with the rebound. They want to push the ball hard. Tiller ahead to Seja for three. No good. And Grove with the rebound on the weak side. Grove weaves his way through some traffic. Still pushing all the way to the basket with the left hand up and in. They didn't stop ball. Logan Grove says, thank you very much. I'll take a lay-in. If you're not going to stop me, I will score. 5-0 Warriors. Two minutes gone here in the first quarter. Tiller running the point, swings it over right side to Friedrichsen. And they're having those guys handle the ball so that they can work Seja off the ball, who's a pretty pretty good scorer. Seja now on the left wing, jab step left, goes right. Ooh, made the pass to Sheen off his hands and out of bounds. Sheen was headed in to crash the boards, and uh, the pass was a little high. Now they go smaller. Sheen out and into the game. Wolf, 5'8", so they don't have a player over 5'10 on that floor, maybe 5'11". Friedrichsen listed at 5'11", maybe. Disler out on top to Grove. They go high to Bernards. Bernards kicks it out to Graham, drives baseline, a little finger roll to the basket and in. And we're going to have a timeout taken by the Highlanders. Coach Patterson needs one after watching Keenan Graham slice baseline and take the finger roll. 7-0 Warriors, 5-21 left to go in the first quarter. We've got a 30-second timeout on the floor, so we'll stay here. Hey, we want to thank uh, the sponsors that we have this year. Uh, we've got Becky Mather with EXP Realty. Becky, uh, been a sponsor of Warrior Athletics for a couple years now. appreciate her doing that. And Curtis Stairs, Auto Body in McMinnville. Uh, Curtis, the longtime Warrior supporter, graduated from Amity back in the 70s sometime. Curtis, I won't identify the years so that you don't have to tell how old you are, but Curtis is a longtime supporter of Warrior Athletics, and he and Becky are uh, paying for commercials during our, our uh, broadcasts and uh, helping support Warrior Athletics. 
if you or somebody you know wants to do that, tell them they can get a hold of me, and uh, we will make that happen for a really good deal. Wes Simpkins from KLYC doing a great job of making that affordable, and 25% of all the revenue comes back into Warrior Basketball. Burns with the ball. Little baseline drive for Friedrichson. High over Josh Wart. Floats it in. That was a tough shot for J.P. Friedrichson. But he gets the Burns on the board. Dissler on the left wing. Back out to Grove. Grove looking for the screen from Bernards. Hands off to Dissler on the left wing. Out on top to Wart now. Josh. Wolf on him. Works down to the baseline. Or kicks it to the baseline to Grove. He misses. Graham with the rebound. Puts it back up. No good. Wart with the board on the left side. Turns. Spins. Back up and in. All of a sudden, Josh realized, I don't need to kick that out. There's nobody over six foot on the floor. 9-2 Warriors. Tiller with it. Out by the center circle. Hands to Wolf. Wolf, they play a little three-man weave there. Ends up in the hands of White. Now Seja. Seja fakes the three. Starts to drive. Distler on him. Good job there. Gives it back up to Tiller. Tiller to Friedrichsen. Friedrichsen works left down the key. Knocked away. Stole by Grove. Grove pushes the ball hard up the floor. Knocked away. Chases it down. And... Out of bounds. Couldn't hang on to it. Tried to push that one a little much. It was a one-on-two. That was one that Logan should have backed out. Bernard's out. Hatch in. George Hatch. Good job by Jake. Gave him about four minutes out there. He'll get a little break. He's not in basketball shape yet. And uh, Scott was sharing that with me yesterday that the kids, like, oh, yeah, this is what it means like to run up and down the floor in basketball. So Scott's like, i got to practice them harder. Got to get them in better shape. Wolf with it, top of the key, hands off to Tiller. Tiller reverses course, cut off by Wart, gives it to Friedrichsen. They play a little weave out top. Seja wants the three, crosses over, gets to the foul line, hangs. Dissler fouls him. Had the block, but followed through and got a piece of the arm. First foul of the game on Dissler, second on the Warriors. It'll put Seja on the line to shoot two. 3.46 left to go, first quarter, 9-2 Warriors. Seja takes his time, one dribble, and short on that one. That first time you go to the line for the year, I don't know if he's been there or not, but just getting comfortable at the foul line, sometimes early in the season, takes a while. Seja wipes off his right shoe and spins the ball, takes one dribble, and buries this one. His first point of the game for Dakota Seja, 5'6", senior, 9'3", Warriors. Graham with it, way out on top. Gets a little screen against this zone. Now gives it up to Ward. Josh drives baseline, triple teamed, kicks it out. Grove on top to Hatch for three. No good. Ball inside pulled out of there by Seja. And knocked away by Dissler. He gets it back. Ooh, he had it on his hip there. Traveled, no call. Now gives it up to Tiller out on top in the center circle. Warriors in man-to-man defense wearing their road, or their, excuse me, their home white jerseys with blue trim. Tiller with the drive from the left wing. Kicks it to Wolf. Wolf goes baseline. Back out. They kick it to Seja. Seja backs out on Dissler. 28-footer. No good. Wart high for the board. And we're going to have a foul down low. No. Oh, it hit, uh, hit the support up above. That's what happened. Heard the whistle, but there was no foul call. Warrior basketball. Grove picked up by White out on top. Swings it left side to Wart in the corner. Wart starts to go baseline. Lost it. Gets it back. Crosses over. Now he goes baseline and finger rolls to the basket. He's fouled. Josh couldn't quite get that one above as somebody got a hold of his arm on the way up. Foul's going to be on 13. That's Mason Wolf. 
5'8 juniors first foul, second team foul on the Highlanders. Wart to the line for the first time this year. This is the first one. Rims it in and out. Wart with five points. Oh, so he already had one foul shot. I take that back. He had a three-point play to start the game. And he hits the second one. So two out of three now for Josh from the line. Six points in the game. 2.38 remaining first quarter. 10-3 Warriors. Tilla, Tiller, excuse me, brings it across half court. Combined Tilla, Tiller and Seja there. Tiller cross court. High in the air to White. White back out to Tiller. Center circle. Working on Graham. Drives. Picked up on the baseline. Kicks it. White for three. No good. Graham high for the board. Keenan will push the ball immediately across half court. Stumbles a little bit with it. Now to Grove in the corner. He drives baseline. Cut off back out to Wart in the left corner. Wart sizes up the offense with the defense here. Goes baseline. Leaves it for Grove. Left hand up and in. The assist from Josh Wart. Grove with the basket. He's got four. Nice job by Josh. Draws a lot of attention when he goes toward the basket. 12-3 Warriors. Diller, high post, Wolf, handed off to White. White, top of the key to Seja. Seja fakes left, goes right, gets in deep, hangs. No good, nice defense by Dissler, tips it out. Wolf ends up with it. No white jerseys there to come down with it. Right side, Tiller drives, hangs, left hand, no good. Graham with the board. Keenan, quick push up the middle of the floor, drives all the way in, and he's fouled before he can get a shot off. Foul's going to be on Seja, trying to get in there for the steal. Into the game, Hayden Reeves gives Logan Grove a break. Grove exits the game with four points. First time starting varsity for Logan, doing a great job out there. Graham on the baseline, left side of the key to inbound. Nice having a 6-4 point guard type player to inbound the ball. Reeves with it to catch. They try to go down low to Graham, and he's fouled by Seja. That's two. That really hurts having Dakota Seja get in foul trouble. He grabbed Graham and pulled him to the ground. Second foul on Seja. Fourth team foul on the Highlanders. Warriors up 12-3 minute, 21 to go. First quarter. Graham going to inbound right side of the key on the baseline. Directing a little traffic. Finally throws it into Hatch way out by the center circle. George Works right, gives it to Graham. Graham fakes left, goes baseline, and he is fouled. And they're going to say two shots. He was passing that ball. I'm not sure why they're saying two shots. He hung in the air, got fouled, and then was going to dish it off. Hadn't heard the whistle yet. But Graham will go to the line to shoot two. That one's going to be on number five, Jaden Tiller. His first foul, fifth team foul on the Highlanders. Graham to shoot two. Bernard set to come back in. Keenan misses the first one badly. They're going to get Ward a break. Josh playing with a little supportive tape. I think he had some on his shoulder. Yeah, he's still got some on there. Just to kind of stabilize that right shoulder just a little bit. But so far, I don't see anything that looks like it's bothering him out there at all. Second one by Graham. Misses that one also. Rebound knocked away off a of tiller and out of bounds. Nice job by Landon Disler making that happen. Good hustle by there. Not giving up on it. Graham misses the free throw, but... Dissler's hustle makes it go out of bounds off Tiller. Dissler to inbound in the corner. Reeves, jump shot from there. No good. Hatch knocks it loose. Graham ends up with it, puts it up with the left hand, and in, and he's fouled. Keenan Graham just making stuff happen out there. What a great hustle play by the junior. That's going to be on Tiller, his second foul, I believe. 
six-team foul, and Graham back to the line, see if he can complete a three-point play here. Tiller out, White back in. So they're correcting me here. It's Seha, Seha, not Seja. All right. Well, I got his sister's name wrong all the way through. So Graham misses again from the foul line. Seah with the rebound. Drives, hangs, finger roll, up off the glass and in. Dakota Seha with an excellent drive there off the loose ball. 14-5 Warriors. Graham steps back for the three. Deep three. It's going to hit the support up above. No good. Out of bounds. Warriors back on defense. Graham says, my bad. Just saw a 24-footer he liked and decided to take it. Not not Keenan's best part of his game at this point as a three-point shooter. He's a great slasher, credible rebounder, just scrappy ball player that makes all kinds of good things happen. Three-point shooting can be a little spotty sometimes. He's got to be selective. Seha gives it up. White, deep three, no good. Rebound in traffic and put back up. No good by Sheen. The rebound to Hatch. Hatch throws it away, trying to find Distler long down the left sideline. 14-5 Warriors, 19.4 seconds left to go first quarter. A little sloppy for the Warriors, but that's to be expected in your first game of the year. Just a couple things you think are going to work that don't. But they've had a lot of good looks. Defensively, they've looked pretty good also. Seha with the ball. Backs it out. Looking for a screen. Works left. Pulls up. Forces the three. Off balance. No good. Rebound by Graham. Three seconds. Two. Throws it ahead. Dissler puts up a 28-footer. Good! Landon Dissler shrugs his shoulders as he hits off the floor. Drills. That's got to be, actually, I'm going to reevaluate that. I'm going to say that's closer to 30. We're going to call that Michael Duncan range right there for Landon Dissler. This is Amity Warrior Basketball. Warriors lead 17-5 as we head to the second quarter after this message. Looking to buy or sell a home or some other piece of real estate? Call local realtor Becky Mather with EXP Realty LLC and the Welcome Home team. As your trusted advisor, Becky is ready to walk with you through every stage of your real estate journey. Let Becky Mather help you make a real estate slam dunk. You can reach her at 971-241-2997. That's 971-241-2997. Becky Mather at EXP Realty. KLYC, McMinnville Amity. Streaming services provided to you by H&R Block, where Block has your back. We are also here for your business service needs. Welcome back, Warrior fans. Getting ready to start the second quarter here from Lapine High School, home of the Hawks, where the Warriors are playing the Burns Highlanders. Warrior girls losing in the first game here this afternoon. Warrior boys up 17-5 on a 30-foot three-pointer by junior Landon Disler. Great pass ahead and assist from Keenan Graham. Keenan got the ball with about three and a half seconds to go. Took a dribble, saw Landon working up that right side. Got it ahead to him. Landon able to catch the ball, take a dribble, set his feet, and take a nice shot. Uh, you know, everything within that three and a half seconds just perfectly executed as a coach. You couldn't be happier about how they took care of the ball and got a quality shot even if it didn't go in with that much time. Saya hands it off. Right side, Friedrichsen gives it over to White. White works around the top of the key. Lost it, gets it back, hatch up tight on him. Drives left, cut off by Graham. Good help defense there, back out to Seha. Seha works right off the screen. Gets in deep, gives it to Sheen. Up, short little jumper for Sheen. Puts it in, inside, nice pass from Seha. Found him off the pick and roll there. Reeves gives it to Disler. Disler. On the weave to Graham. Graham travels. Shuffled that left foot. 
And Keenan says, did I really? Looks over at Coach Nelson, and both Coach Nelsons and both of them are nodding their head, going, yeah. Everybody saw it. Just went to plant, faked one way, and then moved that pivot foot a little bit. Seha gives it up to White. White on the right wing extended. Working on Hatch. Good defense there. And we've got a foul away from the ball. Going to call this on Jake Bernards. I think uh, maybe fighting through a little screen or something there. Or ran into somebody he didn't see. He's saying that looked right over his head. Never saw him. Ball inbounded to Wolf. Gets it over to Sheen. He misses badly from three-point range on the right angle. And Disler with a rebound. Disler pushes ahead to Graham inside to Bernards. Nice post move. Up. No good. Graham stands still. Had the rebound, couldn't hang on to it, didn't want to foul. Disler ends up with it. He goes in with the left hand, up and in! Landon Disler picking up the slop and finishing it for two. There's a drive in from the left side. Kicks it out, stolen by Hatch. That was Friedrichson. I couldn't see the number at first. Hatch ahead to Graham on the right wing. Graham steps through, hangs, lays it up and in. Acrobatic move there by Keenan Graham. He's got six in the game. He'd have more than that if he could make some free throws. We'll talk about that later, won't we, Keenan? Seha brings it across half court, 21-7 Warriors. Seha looking to get the offense started, swings it left side to Sheen. Sheen, Bernard's backing off him a little bit. There's a steal by Hatch. Hatch will take this one in, uncontested, lay it up and in. George Hatch with a great read. And uh, the uncontested lay-in going the other way. Excellent anticipation there by the junior. And we've got a timeout. This is going to be a full variety, so we'll take a break. Also, 6-11 left to go in the first half. 23-7 Warriors over the Highlanders of Burns. This is KLYC 1260 AM, McMinnville. Roots and soil, crops and combines, time spent in the fields, it's all important to farmers. At Country Financial, we value the hard work you put in each day. That's why we focus on all types of farms with options like AgriPlus which gives you the benefits of a standard farm policy, plus higher limits and more enhanced coverage. Let Country Financial help you with a customized policy to fit your operation so you can grow your own way. Policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Your local country agent is Tim Harzma, 503-565-2043. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Sports. It's basketball season, folks. Football's over. Volleyball's over. It is time for Warrior basketball. Here, the first game of the season. Warrior boys looking pretty sharp against the Burns Highlanders. 23-7 to right now. And the Warriors really haven't had to do anything fancy. Uh, and Isaac Watcherson going to get some early minutes here. So Scott feeling good about the score. Not worried about you know whether or not Isaac struggles a little bit. Give him a chance to get used to that hand hurting. Uh, but he's been cleared to play. So uh, learning how to play through that a little bit. He's out there with Wart, Reeves, Grove, and George Hatch. Tiller with the ball to get things started here in the coming out of that timeout. Gives it to Saya. Saya. They play a little weave up top. Friedrichsen with it to Wolf. Wolf drives. Blocked by Wart. Hatch with the rebound. Hatch head to Reeves. Reeves pulls up three pointer right angle. Halfway down. Wouldn't say. Watcherson knocks it loose and White comes down with it. White to Tiller. Tiller kicks it left angle. Now the corner. There's a drive and a foul as Friedrichsen took Watcherson baseline. Watcherson trying to close out on that three-point shot. Friedrichsen gave him the pump fake, drove left when the baseline. Watcherson picks up the cheap foul down there trying to block the shot. His first foul. Fourth team foul on the Warriors. Friedrichsen to the line to shoot two. 
And he misses the first one. Friedrichsen, 5'11", senior. I'll have one more. This one looks good and is. J.P. Friedrichsen makes it a 23-8 Warrior lead. Grove walks it up slowly across half court. Now it goes left to Hatch. Hatch down low to Wart. Wart spins. Left hand. Short. Gets it back. Puts it up and in. Josh got a little fancy on that one and lost his angle. But able to recover. Get the rebound and put it up back and in over the edge of the rim there. White hands off to Friedrichsen. To Wolf on the weave up top to Saya. Saya. Weaves it to Tiller. Tiller drives, kicks to the corner to Wolf. Wolf drives. Skip pass. Saya for three. No good. Watcherson with his first board of the game over to Hatch. Hatch will bring it up. Saya on him to Reeves. Reeves spot up three-pointer. Good! Hayden Reeves buries the three. And I know when Scott and I talked about Hayden here as a junior, uh, he was a good JV player last year, but Scott's like, you know, he's got to become a better defender and realize he's got to work on both ends of the floor because he's got offensive talent, and we see it there. Saya misses at the other end of the foul line jumper. Wart with the rebound, brings it up himself, slows down at the, the three-point line on the wing, drives baseline, they're going to get an offensive foul. Nice job by Wolf to step in front. Josh extended that right arm just a little bit, and Wolf went flying. Again, you know, when you're 6'6 six, six and 200 pounds and strong like Josh is, and this little, uh, uh, we're going to say he's 5'8 and 130 pounds, gets in front of you, it doesn't take much to send him flying. You just have to be aware of that as an athlete, the size and strength differential sometimes. White, top of the key, three-pointer, no good. Long rebound, no box outs there. Saya with the rebound. Off balance, banks it up and in. That's a tough shot by Dakota Saya. He's got five in the game. 28-10, Warriors, four minutes to go here in the first half. Wart drives, dumps down to Watcherson, but he was fouled on the pass off. It's one and one, though. Send Josh to the line. Good try by Josh to get Isaac involved there. Josh had the drive. The defense slid over. Josh looking to dish. Kind of a tough angle as he threw it low. Wart hits the front end of the one and one. Josh, three out of four from the line today. Gets his tally up to nine. Try to get into double figures here with the second. <clears throat> Sheen back into the game, replaces Tiller. Just a mismatch in size, athleticism, and basketball skill out here today. Wart hits the second also. Ten points here in the first half for the junior. The Warriors up comfortably 30-10 to 10 with... Half a quarter left to go in the first half. Friedrichsen hands to White on the weave out top. Works left to Saya. Saya steps back. 24-footer. Good. He can shoot. He did it to us last year. And we've got a timeout taken. Looking to see. It's going to be a full timeout taken by Burns. So we'll take a quick one also. This is Amity Warrior Basketball. KLYC McMinnville. Whether you are starting a new project or just in need of repairs, call the experts at McMullen Electric. McMullen will make sure that the job gets done right and at a fair price. You can trust this locally owned and operated company to treat you as a valuable client no matter what size the job. McMullen has nothing but five-star reviews from HomeAdvisor. It simply doesn't get any better than that. McMullen Electric proudly serves its customers with pride, integrity, and attention to the details that matter most to you. Call today to get your electrical needs met. 
503-435-9487. Trade Street Commons in downtown Amity is a historical place celebrating small businesses and community. Whether you desire a cup of Illy Coffee Excellence and a homemade waffle at the Common Cup, a gift of locally made chocolates and flower arrangements from Rainflower Florist and Sweets, or a hearty meal of fresh, delicious Mexican food from Tacos Burroughs, you will find that need met at the Trade Street Commons. Good food and drink combined in a friendly, quaint atmosphere. Come and visit us in Amity today. 3.48 left to go in the first half from Lapine High School, where your Amity Warriors lead the Birds Highlanders in this boys' 3A basketball matchup, 30-13. to Logan Grove swings it left side to Hutchinson. Isaac back out on top to Logan, swings it right side to Dissler. Dissler in the corner, hatch for three, short. Rebound, Wart. Nope, they're going to get a loose ball foul on Hutchinson. Isaac trying to break in from that left side. I call them Hutchinson. I'm sorry. Watcherson. I am so sorry, Isaac and Mom, if you're listening. Uh, my bad. I don't know where I got Hutchinson from. Isaac Watcherson. I know Isaac well. Saya works right. Gives it up. It's a drive by White. Knocked away by Ward. This will be a showtime right here. Josh traveled. He wanted to give that. He was going to give that ball back up to Logan Grove for the lay-in, and he double dribbled. The bench is like, hey, just take it in yourself. He was going to pass that ball back to Logan for the lay-in rather than take the dunk. Josh knows he's going to have lots of dunks this year. White out top with it. Fake. Saya backs out. Working on Dissler. Good defense by Landon. Drive in by Friedrichsen. Back out to Saya. Saya gets to the foul line. Blocked by Isaac Watcherson. Dissler with it. Pushes ahead. Drives. All the way with the left hand. We're going to get an offensive foul. Good job by Wolf to take the charge there. He's pretty happy about it, too. That had to be a little intimidating. There were some big bodies coming at him. He's not a big kid. The rim jamming you heard there behind was Wart trying to follow that up with a dunk, but it didn't matter. Under three minutes to go here. Saya working right. Fakes the one hand off, now gives it to Wolf. Wolf picks up his dribble to Friedrichsen. White. They play the weave out on top. Patient on offense. Good defense by the Warriors. Friedrichsen tries to turn the corner. Can't do it. Long rebound out to Hatch. Hatch to Dissler. Dissler, top of the key to Watcherson. Puts up a quick trigger three. Good! Isaac Watcherson burying the three from the left wing. Nice looking shot. Just a catch and shoot, and that'll help him relax. You start getting the stroke going from the outside. Everything feels good. Saya with the drive and the travel. Nope, they're going to call the foul. The foul led to the travel, the little bump there from Dissler. Eighth team foul on the Warriors. Saya to the line to shoot one and one. 33-13 Warriors. 2-09 left to go first half. Graham coming back in. I think Isaac's going to get a break here. And speaking of kids, that, oh, he's got a little blood on him somewhere. So he's got to get that taken care of, find the first aid kit, and put a Band-Aid on his finger. There might be a little bit on the floor, so they got to clean that up as well. So we've got a little timeout on the floor here. Hey, if you're interested in being an advertiser for Amity Warrior Basketball, 
please give me some contact there. You can reach me at the district office, 503-835-2171. Give me a call or shoot me an email. Come by and see me, whatever you want, and uh, we'll get you hooked up with that. Uh, 25% of the revenue from ad spots on uh, KLYC during our games comes back to our Amity Warrior basketball program. So that's exciting. And, of course, uh, the district doesn't... uh, charge anything to do these and neither does KLYC in terms of uh, the actual cost of broadcasting Uh, but the ad revenue does help to uh, support KLYC obviously as a business but also some of that comes back to our uh, basketball programs. If you're interested in that let me know. We'd love to have more businesses uh, doing that. We appreciate the ones that are doing it. Uh, Trade Street Commons. Uh, We've got the Common Cup and Muchas Gracias and Rainwater uh, Chocolates and Flowers um, joining together there to do an ad spot, and we appreciate that and their support of Amity Warrior Sports. So they're getting the blood cleaned up on the floor here. you got to clean it with the right solution, spot by spot. Just a trail of it coming off the floor, and she should really be wearing gloves as well, not just using <laughs> a, a paper towel. So many violations there. I don't even want to talk about it. Handling blood, not throwing it in a in the proper container when you're done. So, not an Amity person. So, not really my problem, but... <clears throat> all right, 2.09 left to go, second quarter. 33-13, Warriors. Uh, Dakota Seya to the line to shoot 1-1. One and one. He was fouled on the drive. So, we're ready to get back underway here. Seya to the line, wipes his shoe, toes the line, takes his one dribble, and the front end of the 1-1 one one is good. Say a leading scorer for the Highlanders so far tonight. He's got nine points. I want to say he was in the 20s last year when we played them, and this is a team that Warriors squeaked by, but that was early in the season before the Warriors really found their groove. He hits them both. 33-15 Warriors. Grove across half court with it. Drives all the way below the foul line. Little floater up and in, and he's fouled. Logan Grove saw that that zone defense was favoring the wing players there a little bit. There was just enough of a crack for him to slither through, draw the bump while he was in the air, and to get himself to the foul line. Try to get the old-fashioned three-point play here. Grove, first free throw attempt of the year. No good. Wart with it. Puts it up and in. Everybody just stood around and watched Josh. It was the one free throw for Grove. And only Josh Wart seemed to realize that. Everybody else stood there and watched Josh grab that rebound and lay it up. It's a pan off to White. Gets in deep. Kicks it to the left corner. Wolf for three. Good. So Mason Wolf with his first basket of the game. Ward at the other end on the wing. Hits Graham in the middle of the key. Puts it up and in. Nice assist from Josh Ward. Nice little catch and turn there for Keenan Graham. who has got eight points in the game. Minute and a half to go. First half, 39-18, Warriors. Say a hands off. They do the weave up top. There's a little drive by Friedrichson. Gets in deep. He's fouled by Wart. I think a little touch foul by Josh, and he got the lay-in. So the basket good by Friedrichson, and Wart with his... No, they're going to call this on Disler. So Wart had it clean, or made a clean attempt anyway. Friedrichson to the line. He's got five in the game. He's one out of two from the foul line so far tonight. And he bounces that one around and in. So gives him six points in the game. Cuts the Warrior lead to 18, 39-21. 
Grove running the point. Goes left side to Watcherson back into the game. Watcherson dribbles to the top of the key, dumps it to Wart. Wart, left angle. Could have just gone down low. Instead, he backs out and hits the three. Josh Wart had his options there instead of just taking it down to the low post against a 5'8 kid. He backs it out and drills the three over him. 42-21. Josh Wart showing uh, why he's the prohibitive favorite to be the player of the year in our league. Saya gets to the foul line. Step back jumper off the glass. No good. Watcherson with the board. He'll bring it up. Gets it to Hatch. Hatch to Grove. Grove. Right angle. Watcherson for three. No good. Hatch battling. Gets the board. Nice job by George to Logan. Logan fouled as he drives. Excellent job by uh, Isaac or by George Hatch to get that offensive rebound after the Watcherson miss. Immediately fed Grove at the foul line who just took a quick long step towards the basket and drew the foul. Excellent. That's the way you do it on the offensive glass. You get right back and attack if you can. Grove misses the front end of two. Logan 0 for 2 from the line tonight. That'll bug him later. He's going to be a good free throw shooter in high school, and he gets his first one there of the evening. Seven points for Logan Grove. Just got to relax and believe that ball is going in and shoot with confidence. Weave out top for Burns. Friedrichsen with it now. Hands it off. There's a drive by Wolf. He kicks. Friedrichsen left angle three short. Ball tipped by Grove to Wart. Wart works his way through traffic and puts the brakes on. Throws it down on the right corner to Graham. Back to Grove off his hands. And it goes into the backcourt. And Wart saves it back in. But it doesn't matter because it's over and back. Josh was hoping somebody would try to reach out there and touch it so he could grab it again. No such luck. 3.9 seconds left to go in the first half. Wolf inbounds. They kick it to Saya. Saya, left angle. Three-point attempt by Friedrichsen. No good. And we are at halftime with the Warriors up 43-21. This is 1260 KLYC McBinville. We'll take a break for a couple minutes and be back with some first-half scoring totals for you from Lapine High School. Transitions in life. Sometimes it's difficult. One of the biggest transitions is when a loved one leaves us. Macy and Son is there for you. A trusted friend for five generations in Yamhill County. At that time, you will have lots of questions and need someone to walk with you every step of the way. Burial or cremation and a myriad of options, now including aqua cremations. Let Macy and Son walk that journey with you. Macy and Son McMinnville. Five generations helping with funeral and family needs. If you own property, you know there are always some jobs around that you just don't have the equipment to do. That's when you need to give Warrior Construction a call. Owner-operator Scott Worthington has decades of experience and can handle all sorts of excavation and demolition jobs with great expertise. Whether it's a septic system install, foundation dig-out, driveways, large landscaping jobs, trenching, or just getting some land cleared, Warrior Construction can handle it all. Give Scott a call at 971-241-1934. Whether you are starting a new project or just in need of repairs, call the experts at McMullen Electric. McMullen will make sure that the job gets done right and at a fair price. You can trust this locally owned and operated company to treat you as a valuable client no matter what size the job. McMullen has nothing but five-star reviews from HomeAdvisor. It simply doesn't get any better than that. McMullen Electric proudly serves its customers with pride, integrity, and attention to the details that matter most to you. Call today to get your electrical needs met, 503-435-9487. 
Nobody wants to be in a car accident, but it can happen to even the most careful drivers. And when it does, you need the best in auto body repairs. You need to come see Stairs Auto Body. Curtis Stairs works on all makes and models, guaranteeing quality and satisfaction every time. He will work with all insurance companies to ensure a quality repair for every customer. Stairs Auto Body, located behind Lums Motors on Highway 99 in McMinnville, a proud supporter of Warrior Athletics. Looking to buy or sell a home or some other piece of real estate? Call local realtor Becky Mather with EXP Realty LLC and the Welcome Home Team. As your trusted advisor, Becky is ready to walk with you through every stage of your real estate journey. Let Becky Mather help you make a real estate slam dunk. You can reach her at 971-241-2997. That's 971-241-2997. Becky Mather and EXP Realty. Whether it's a large operation or just enough to keep you busy, every farm deserves the same protection. Talk to your local country financial representative, Tim Harzma, about customized coverage with AgriPlus. It lets you pay for the coverage you want, not what you don't need. So whether you're protecting your farm vehicles and buildings or looking for life insurance to help protect your family, let Country Financial help you grow your own way. You can reach Tim Harzma at 503-565-2043. Policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company and Country Life Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Transitions in life. Sometimes it's difficult. One of the biggest transitions is when a loved one leaves us. Macy and Son is there for you. A trusted friend for five generations in Yamhill County. At that time, you will have lots of questions and need someone to walk with you every step of the way. Burial or cremation and a myriad of options now including aqua cremations. Let Macy and Son walk that journey with you. Macy and Son McMinnville, five generations helping with funeral and family needs. If you want to scale a mountain, buy boots. If you want to turn your crush into something more, say hi. At Country Financial, we know protecting the things you love and preparing for tomorrow start with simple steps. So we help you take small steps today with insurance and financial services that can have a big impact on your family's future. Your local country agent is Tim Harzma, 503-565-2043. Welcome back to Lapine High School where the Warriors lead the Burns Highlanders in this 3A boys matchup by a score of 43-21 to here at halftime. About six minutes to go before the second half gets underway. See uh, Arby Nelson coming into the gym here. I'm sure he was already here. I just noticed him. But a good showing from Amity fans. They sure travel well, folks. Uh, it, uh, it's always nice for our kids. Wherever they go, there's always a good support base for them. Makes them feel at home anywhere in the state of Oregon. The Warriors were led in the first half by Josh Wart with 15. Keenan Graham had 8. Logan Grove with 7. Five for Landon Disler, including a 30-footer right at the buzzer of the first half, or the first quarter, excuse me. Hayden Reeves and Isaac Watcherson with three points each. Uh, for the Highlanders, Dakota Seya with, uh, let me see what he's got there. Sorry, I thought I had that totaled up. Ten points for him. Friedrichsen with uh, six points. Wolf with three, and Sheen with two. Uh, Josh's 15 points, pretty easy 15 points. They don't have anybody that can guard him in the post. The Warriors aren't even trying to really post him up. They're working on him popping out, catching the ball, or catching it in the mid-range, and then deciding what to do. Um, and he's got several assists there in the first half also, where instead of being assertive, 
uh, offensively for his own points. He's kicked it up and tried to tried to help somebody else get some numbers, uh, including uh, giving up a, a dunk on the fast break because he was thinking about giving the ball up to Logan Grove to get him a basket. So a little too unselfish sometimes by Mr. Wart, but that's a good characteristic to have. Warrior boys back out on the floor now to get warmed up. Uh, real nice to see Isaac Watcherson out there getting some minutes. Uh, looked like he, he didn't uh, fumble the ball much, did a pretty good job on that, so it's good for him to get that time with that hand, get used to it being taped, because it'll be taped for another week or two, I'm sure, uh, needing to be uh, just make that adjustment to what it's like to catch the ball with a couple fingers taped together. George Hatch giving the Warriors some nice minutes as well. Um, Hatch didn't score. That's not true. He had two points, so I'm not sure who I gave those two points to, but he had a breakaway lay in there. Must have given them to the wrong person. I apologize to George out there. I might have given him to Landon. Um, but Hatch, uh, great job playing defense. Did a good job on Saya when he was in there. Uh, also had a steal and a breakaway lay-in for two points with good anticipation. And so uh, nice effort on the defensive end for uh, George Hatch. Um, the uh, Logan Grove getting his first start varsity action. Uh, it was good for him to be able to get the nerves out against uh, Western Christian for those couple of quarters on Wednesday. I think that helped with the nerves today quite a bit. Uh, but he did a good job really taking advantage of seams in the defense to be able to get himself in deep and get some finishes around the rim. Keenan Graham 0 for 3 from the foul line. Other than that, didn't really do anything wrong in that first half. Played good defense, rebounded well. Uh, excellent job of, of slashing, taking the ball to the hoop. Uh, he did one other thing wrong. He took a 24-footer that he didn't need to take and immediately kind of recognized that wasn't a great shot. And as a coach, you're kind of glad that doesn't go in because like you don't want to encourage those 24-footers out of Keenan. You want Keenan where Keenan is most effective, and that is slashing, uh, making his presence known inside the key, uh, and just wreaking havoc in there with his length and anticipation. So, uh, Also, Hayden Reeves off the bench with uh, some nice minutes and able to knock down a three-pointer for the Warriors and uh, looking comfortable out there. And If he can play some defense on the other end of the floor, uh, he brings some nice things to the offensive end. That's really the question about... Uh, he and Watcherson is, you know, we know that both of them have nice offensive games, especially Isaac, uh, but you got to do more than that. you got to play both ends of the floor, and if you don't do that, you, you can't be on the floor. And so I know that's the emphasis. They've heard that message over and over and over again, and uh, they'll be doing it uh, as they showed so far in the first half. All right, we're going to take a break for another minute or so. We'll be back with the start of the third quarter. This is Amity Warrior Basketball on KLYC, 1260 AM, McMinnville. Nobody wants to be in a car accident, but it can happen to even the most careful drivers. And when it does, you need the best in auto body repairs. You need to come see Stairs Auto Body. Curtis Stairs works on all makes and models, guaranteeing quality and satisfaction every time. He will work with all insurance companies to ensure a quality repair for every customer. Stairs Auto Body, located behind Lums Motors on Highway 99 in McMinnville, a proud supporter of Warrior Athletics. <laughs> Nobody wants to be in a car accident, but it can happen to even the most careful drivers. And when it does, you need the best in auto body repairs. You need to come see Stairs Auto Body. Curtis Stairs works on all makes and models, guaranteeing quality and satisfaction every time. He will work with all insurance companies to ensure a quality repair for every customer. Stairs Auto Body, located behind Lums Motors on Highway 99 in McMinnville, a proud supporter of Warrior Athletics. 
Well, I hope you enjoyed that back-to-back Stairs Auto Body commercial there. Didn't mean to have that happen. I apologize. Not to Curtis. Curtis probably loved it going back-to-back. You will not forget where to go get your car fixed when you get in a car accident. We hope that doesn't happen to you, but if it does... Stairs Auto Body, as good as it gets at taking care of things. I've had work done on my car there. I hit a rock somewhere. Where was that? 4-H Center. That was a horrible night. Curtis took care of me after he got a pretty good laugh about it. If you've ever been to the 4-H Center there in Yamhill County, after dark, uh, they have these big rocks, these boulders sitting around. And uh, we were trying to get parked at the uh, Hall of Fame dinner. And... Um, somebody decided to come kind of the wrong way. We were already in the in the path there, and they wouldn't move. So I backed up and tried to get out of their way, and there was a rock sitting right on the side of the road there. Took out the front air dam on my Fusion. Ah, oh, it was irritating. But Curtis did a great job taking care of it. Warriors with the basketball start the third quarter. Watcher sent to Grove. Down low, kicks it back out on top. Hatch fakes the three over to Wart on the right angle. He'll step back for three. Good. Josh Wart. Just showing why he is the dominant player he is. Three-point range, it's got post moves, and he's unselfish on top of that. Saya with it. They run the weave at the top. Warriors force Friedrichsen to his right. Hits the foul line angle jumper there. Nice job by Friedrichsen. He's got uh, eight in the game now. Grove, top of the key, works off a little screen, gets in deep all the way in, scoops up with the right hand, oh good, Ward with the rebound, puts it up, he's fouled, the back is good. He just went right up over the top of Sheen, Sheen didn't box him out, and uh, just not strong enough to handle Ward. Sheen picks up his third foul, he'll be okay against some teams, but uh, you're better off being short and quick than you are. Uh, tall and and weak and slow in there. Josh misses the foul shot. Ball tipped loose and chased down in the corner. So Wart misses his free throw attempt. Doesn't get the three-point play. 48-23 Warriors. Friedrichsen weaves up on top with Tiller and Wolf. Wolf crosses over. Wart steals the ball. He won't give this one up. Takes it in and finger rolls it up and in. Wolf tried to poke that ball away from Josh. So Josh decided not to dunk it. Nice cross-court pass to Friedrichsen going the other way from Tiller, and Friedrichsen gets another lay-in. He's got uh, 10 in the game now. Graham on top. Warriors up 25. Gets it back from Grove. They play a little catch. Grove loses it. Gets it back. Might have been a travel in there. Gives it to Wart. Wart takes the three because nobody's on it. That one's short, and Friedrichsen chases it down. Maybe a little carry there. Gives it up to Wolf on the right wing. Back out on top to Tiller. Tiller slides it over to Saya. Saya drives, pulls up inside the foul line, banks it high off the glass and in. You can see he gets. he's learned to be creative with his 5-6 frame there. He shoots that ball high, uses the glass a lot when he's in the lane. The first time you see him do it, you're like, oh, that, was, that looked a little lucky. And then you realize that's just his game. Nice pass from Grove. Wart couldn't handle it. Graham comes up with it, hits a little falling down bank shot. Keenan Graham with 10 points in the game. Saya going the other way, takes a 22-footer from the left wing and hits it. Dakota Saya buries the three. Coach Nelson not happy about his defense. you got to know where the three-point shooters are, find them, and make sure that they've got a man up in their grill when they catch that ball. Make them get off their spot. And that's what Coach Nelson talking to him about. Give him a little bit of a tongue lashing here. Just because you're up by 22 points, 
doesn't mean that the game is over, number one. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't be playing the game the right way. And the right way is you find those three-point shooters, you get back in transition defense, you don't give them the open look. 5.49 remaining third quarter. So after that little uh, dressing down there by Coach Nelson, we'll see if his boys respond here on the defensive end. And that's what he really cares about. Offensively, offense, you know, comes and goes sometimes. You make shots, you miss shots, it happens. Uh, you care about execution on the offensive end. Defensively, though, there's never an excuse not to play good defense. Watcherson fakes the three, goes to the elbow, gives it to Graham. Graham draws the foul as he scoops it up. He was looking for Josh. Josh is on the bench. He saw Jacob, and you can't lob the ball to Jacob, so he was trying to adjust that pass, I think, at the last second, realized that's not going to happen. I'll just throw it up on the glass, and he drew the foul. He turned that corner, and I think he was thinking lob all the way. Graham misses the free throw. That one was halfway in. Back out. 0 for 4 for Keenan tonight. It is a called the charity stripe for a reason. It's free. He gets that one. Keenan acting like uh, that's the toughest shot on the floor so far tonight. He's one for five. But he'll get that together. Just one of those early season rhythm things. You start thinking about it. You miss a couple foul shots. You think about it. You aim a little bit more. You just have to get in a rhythm. Three-pointer missed at the other end by White. Rebounded by Graham. Ahead to Hatch. Hatch puts the brakes on. Back to Watcherson for three. Good. Isaac Watcherson has one of the prettiest strokes from three-point range you will ever see. It's quick. It's high. And when he is on, that net barely moves. Saya gets to the foul line. Shovels it back out to Wolf. Hands off to Tiller. Tiller works back left. Friedrichsen for three. Hits it. Watcherson had the challenge on that. That was a good shot by Friedrichsen. Giving him a little lift. 13 points in the game. Graham dumps it, tries to dump it inside. Stolen away by Wolf. Poked away by Grove. Wolf gets it back. Grove cuts him off. Out on top. Saya, 22 footer out top. Good. You have to know where the three point shooters are. Warriors up 20, 56 36. It was 25 just a minute ago. Grove works left, draws a blocking foul on Friedrichsen. Be the third team foul against Lapine here in the half. The second on Friedrichsen. George Hatch to inbound. Goes into Graham by the center circle. Keenan crosses over, goes right all the way to the basket, lays it up, no good. Hatch with the rebound, he's fouled. No, oh, they're going to call Hatch for the over the back there. Loose ball foul on George. First foul on the Warriors this half. 422 left to go. Third quarter. Warriors with a 20-point lead. Tiller walks it up the floor. Hands off to Wolf. They run the weave at the top. Get it into the hands of Tiller. Loses it. Graham on the floor for it. Fighting for it. And we're going to have a jump ball before he gets too scrappy. Tiller and Graham going after it. Good scrappy hustle there, though, by both players. Neither one of them willing to concede a ball in a 20-point game. You've got to love that fight if you're a coach. It's a handoff. They run the weave out on top. Graham cuts off that handoff to Tiller, taking it as a personal challenge now. It's a drive from the baseline, or from the wing, down to the baseline. Saya gets it back underneath to Friedrichsen. Great pass by Saya. Friedrichsen, heady down there, makes the basket. 
56-38 Warriors. Grove crosses over, gets down low, dribbles it off of the foot of a Highlander, and the ball out of bounds. Aiden Reeves into the game. George Hatch out. 3.37 remaining third quarter. Warriors up 18. Wart getting a nice long break there. Throw it out on top to Watcherson. He didn't have to save that. He could have let it go in the backcourt. Instead, he blocks the shot out of bounds at the other end as Tiller tries to uh, chase it down. Watcherson just with um, a young basketball play right there. He could have let that ball go across half court and then chased it down. Instead, he jumped from one side to try to save it and turned it over. Got to have that basketball IQ in, uh, engaged at all times when you're on the floor. Tiller out by the center circle. I'll bet he never does that again, though. He'll learn now. Three-pointer blocked at the other end. That was uh, White trying to get it off. Graham got a finger on it. Watcherson, he puts up a three. He's fouled. He'll go to the line to shoot three, and that's going to be the third on Friedrichsen. That was an excellent quick look for Watcherson. Push the ball to the floor on the right side. Watcherson catch, realizes he's open, and it was the uh, hustle of Friedrichsen there that he couldn't put the brakes on. Watcherson buries the first free throw. Seven in the game for Isaac. His first varsity serious action of his career here tonight. Doing a great job. Second one rattles around and goes in. Such a nice release on the ball. Some kids, it, it looks like an effort to shoot the ball. Isaac has this stroke that just looks like it requires no energy at all. Looks like he could shoot all day. And he makes all three of them. Banged in the last two, but three out of three from the foul line for the junior. Nine points in the game for Isaac as well. Tiller working the top of the key. The little weave up there. Wolf can't turn the corner. Friedrichsen can, and there's no help defense. He misses the lay-in all by himself, and he missed it. Watcher some of the rebound. Logan Grove crosses over at half court, gets in deep, trying to go to Bernard's, turned it over. Wolf with the steal. Wolf kicks to Saya. Out on top to Tiller. Tiller, White, left side. Friedrichsen, baseline, pulls up. No good. Grove with the rebound. Good ball movement by the Highlanders. Just pass ahead to Graham. Graham gives it up to Reeves. Reeves harassed by Saya. Now over to Graham. Graham on the right angle. Backs it out. Not much movement on offense. They're trying to get the ball to Bernard. Saya knocks it away. Can't save it back to Bernard's. Good hustle there by the junior or by the senior, I guess he is, Dakota Saya. 219 remaining third quarter, 59-38 Warriors. Warriors inbound at the right end of their bench, going left to right here. Reeves out on top with it. It's a breaks on over to Grove. Grove says, let's run it. Got to get it out to Bernard's on the right angle. Bernard's to Watcherson in the mid post. Turns, hangs, short. Graham tips, and it comes to Friedrichsen. Friedrichsen pushing hard up the floor. Loses it, steal by Watcherson. Not sure how he lost it. I don't know if somebody poked it or he just lost it. Grove with a little hesitation. Goes down low to Bernard's. Bernard's pump fake. Lays it up and in. Jacob Bernard's gets himself in the scorebook. Nice pass and a good seal there by Bernard's to seal off the top part, uh, the defender above him. So he had that baseline open and a good little finger roll of the basket. Cody Dyke coming in at the next break here. They run the weave. Tiller starts to penetrate. Kicks it out to Friedrichsen. That one tipped, I think, by Watcherson. 
Another block for him. Reeves to Graham. Graham top of the key. Starts right, hands off to Grove. Grove splits the defense in deep. Little Euro Stephanie lays it up and in, going to the left hand, back to the right for the lay in. Nice job by Logan Grove, his first two of the half. Nine points in the game. Warriors up 25 63, 38 matching their biggest lead of the game with a minute to go here in the third quarter. Saya crosses over, gets in deep, finger rolls that one up off the glass and in, and Grove. Gives him a little slap on the back and says, that's a heck of a shot, man. Say uh, as quick as you're going to find at the point guard position, when he puts the ball on the floor, uh, good luck staying in front of him. Dyke in, Bernard's out. Got Bernard's in the scorebook. He can take the rest of the day off now. Say it to the line. Try to finish a three-point play here. Takes his one dribble and buries it. Say it with a nice game going. It'll give you a point total on him here in a minute. Under a minute to go. In the third quarter, Grove works left, hands to Graham out by the center circle. Graham pressured by White. Gets to the foul line to Grove. Grove turns high off the glass. Watcherson rebound to Reeves out in the corner to Graham for three. No good. Watcherson tips. He's going to get the loose ball foul. Trying to do just a little too much there. Say I had, uh, let's see, 10 in the first half. He's got 11 in this half. So 21 in the game for the senior. Having a nice game. 33 seconds to go. Third quarter. Warriors back on defense here. Friedrichsen gets inside the foul line, kicks it back out. Saya with it, working on Grove. Good defensive challenge for Grove there. Saya about three or four inches shorter than him, but significantly quicker than anybody else on the floor. Warriors jumping on that uh, weave a little bit, disrupting it. Saya puts up a tough three, no good. Long rebound to Tiller. Tiller kicks it over the left side. They get it back out to Saya. Pulls up, spot up three, no good. Watches him with another rebound, and that's the end of the third quarter with the Warriors up 63-41 to as they go 20-20. and 20, uh, A 20-20 20 20 third quarter there between the Warriors and the Highlanders. This is Amity Warrior Basketball, KLYC 1260 AM, McMinnville. Trade Street Commons in downtown Amity is a historical place celebrating small businesses and community. Whether you desire a cup of Illy Coffee Excellence and a homemade waffle at the Common Cup, a gift of locally made chocolates and flower arrangements from Rainflower Florist and Sweets, or a hearty meal of fresh, delicious Mexican food from Tacos Burros, you will find that need met at the Trade Street Commons. Good food and drink combined in a friendly, quaint atmosphere. Come and visit us in Amity today. Transitions in life. Sometimes it's difficult. One of the biggest transitions is when a loved one leaves us. Macy and Son is there for you. A trusted friend for five generations in Yamhill County. At that time, you will have lots of questions and need someone to walk with you every step of the way. Burial or cremation and a myriad of options, now including aqua cremations. Let Macy and Son walk that journey with you. Macy and Son McMinnville. Five generations helping with funeral and family needs. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Basketball. KLYC McMinnville. Appreciate all of our advertisers that have stepped up and helped support Amity Warrior Basketball this year. Warrior Construction with Scott Worthington. Longtime Warrior supporter. 
Raiders with the ball. Uh, almost turn it over, and we're going to have a jump ball, so it will be a turnover effectively because alternating possession is going to go to Burns. So, yeah, I want to thank uh, we got a 30-second timeout right away taken by the Warriors. So let me take this time uh, just to recognize a couple other sponsors, Macy and Sons there in McMinnville. Uh, Warrior Construction, as I mentioned. Stairs Auto Body. Uh, Country Insurance, Tim Harzma, agent in McMinnville. And also a assistant coach on our girls' basketball program. Uh, Becky Mather with EXP Realty. Um, who's become a regular sponsor of the Warriors. Uh, McMullen Electric, uh, locally owned and operated in Amity. Uh, as good an electrician as you'll find anywhere. And, of course, the Trade Street Commons. Uh, rainwater, chocolates and flowers. Common cups serving Illy coffee, which is mwah, fantastic. And, uh, and also... Uh, Tacos Burros. Excellent Mexican food there. Downtown Amity. All right. After the 30-second timeout, Burns with the ball. They run the weave out top again. little penetration, a kick to the left side. There's a three-point attempt by White, and he buries it. They run this weave really well. It's, it's how you work with, with a smaller team is you get lots of ball and player movement, and you try to create uh, defensive lapses. Wart back in the game, has it in the right corner, down low to Graham. Graham turns right at the rim, blah, a little off balance and missed that one. There's the push ahead from Tiller to White. He loses it, Distler with the steal. Job by Landon there. Distler will bring it back across half court. Minute gone here in the fourth quarter. Warriors up by 19. So drive by Distler all the way to the rim. He is fouled. He will go to the line to shoot two. Job by Landon. Recognized a deficiency in the defense and decisively drove to the hoop. A little alliteration for you language arts fans out there. Disler, shoot two. Buries the first one cleanly. Makes mom happy somewhere. Disler with six points in the game. Dyke out and Hayden Reeves back in. Along with George Hatch, Keenan Graham, Josh Ward, and shooting his second free throw, Landon Disler. Misses that one. Ward tips, 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 controls, flips. Nope. He was out of bounds. <laughs> he was uh, working his way towards the baseline as he was trying to tip that and get it under control and then stepped out of bounds right before he tipped it the last time. Aragon and... Uh, Lapine are playing in the girls' and boys' games to follow this one. Warriors will get the winner of that game. Warrior girls will get the loser of that girls' game. Coming off the screen is J.P. Fr or no, that was Jaden Tiller with his first basket of the game at the foul line. Little off-balance shot he banked in. Warriors up 18. Wart with it in the corner. Wart drives. Spins right to the rim, misses, tipped up by Graham, misses, gets it back, puts it up and in. Keenan Graham and Josh Ward give you a phenomenal amount of length. And there's a point going on out here made by the official. And I'm not sure what the call is. See what it is here, if I can hear it or not. It's going to be a technical on Josh Ward. Not sure what he said. He was complaining about something. I'm trying to hear what the conversation is, but I can't hear the official and Scott talking to Josh and the official. And Scott nods his head and says, okay, got it. And that's going to be it for Josh. I think uh, 
he's not being ejected from the game, but I think Scott's going to get him out of there before Josh gets uh, more fired up over something. I think he thought he was fouled down there and probably was complaining about it as he went back up the floor. And officials uh, will let you say a lot of things, but if you start directly criticizing their officiating to them, um, not so not so good. And I think maybe there was a, something said in there to that effect. Saya hits the first free throw on the technical. We'll have one more. And Josh a little frustrated over there. But it's just one of those things. you got to let it go. Saya misses the second. So Josh will come out. No, Keenan's coming out. I take it back. I thought, I guess Josh is cool enough in Scott's mind. So going with the towers in there inside with Josh and Jake. Keenan getting a break. 66-47 Warriors. It's a little dry by Friedrichson. Picks it up. Back out to Wolf. Wolf, he penetrates. Gets in deep. And Bernards could not put the brakes on and rode him down, kind of to the ground there. Not fair when the little guy stops on a dime and the big guy has way more inertia. I mean, Jake's got that kid by 100-plus pounds, and he's trailing him a little bit kind of on his shoulder, and Wolf just jump-stopped, and there's no way Jake's stopping that quick. It's uh, like a like a semi-truck following a sports car there. you got to give some extra room. Left side, White with it, backs it out. Warriors playing a 2-3 zone here. Saya almost turned it over. Got it back. Almost went over and back there. Warriors with Hatch and uh, Hayden Reeves out top on this 2-3 zone. White puts up a three from the left side. No good. Ah, rebound inside. Friedrichson misses that one. Wart with the board. That's the problem with the zone is sometimes those uh, you'll just get these random offensive rebounds that nobody boxes anybody out on. Dissler out by the center circle. Works right. Comes back left with it. Hands to Reeves. Reeves on the left angle, drives, pushes off. That's going to be an offensive foul. That is the right call. Extended that right arm as he put the brakes on, trying to create a little extra space. And Coach Nelson is going to take a timeout. Getting a little disjointed here with turnovers and technical fouls and timeouts, but we'll see if he can't get everybody back on the same page. This will be a 30-second timeout, so we will stay right here. Hey, uh, don't forget, coming up tomorrow, we'll have uh, girls basketball and boys basketball again. Uh, the girls will play the early game tomorrow, and I will, uh, if I'm on top of things, I will find that information for you here in the next couple of minutes and give you the start times on both of the games tomorrow as the uh, both teams will play back here at Lapine for the second day. And then coming up, as we look ahead a little bit, uh, both teams will be at uh, JV and Varsity. Boys and girls will be at OES on Tuesday and at Klatskanai on Friday and then at Rainier the following Wednesday. That sounds like a fun back-to-back-to-back road trips to me. Burns ball. Top of the key. Saya. Nobody on it. Misses that one. Hayden Reeves with the rebound. Reeves pushes hard up the left side. Gives it up to Bernard's. Back to Reeves on the left angle. Bernard or Reeves works back to his left, loses the ball. Got a little too fancy with it, knocked away by Saya. Got to be careful with that basketball. Top of the key, Wolf hands off to a teammate there, knocked away and stolen by Disler, and Saya gets it back. Saya's so quick. Saya 
Dribble drive to the foul line. Kicks right side. White steps back for three over Reeves. Hits it. Adam White with his second three of the game. And the lead now cut to 16 with four and a half minutes to go. High post, Wart turns. Finger roll right to the basket up and in. He could do it all day long, folks. Uh, just has been trying to get teammates involved and run the offense a little bit more. He could have had 50 today if he wanted them. Tiller. Hands off to White. They run the weave at the top. Wolf with it. Back to Tiller. Now they get it to Saya. That's where they want it. Saya crosses over. Jump step back. Misses the three. Hatch with the board. These are tough shots. A little bit like what you see Damian Lillard do in the NBA. Kind of start to drive you and then do the big jump step back to create space. Left corner three. Bernard's good! The assist from... Josh Ward, Jake Bernard hits the three from the corner. He's got five. I've played horse with Jake. I know he can hit the three. Just a matter of uh, relaxing and doing it. Dissler with a block on Say at the other end. Say doesn't like it, but uh, apparently didn't say any magic words to get a technical there. Down low to Reeves. Reeves out to Bernard's. Another three. No good. Ward with the rebound over the top of Wolf. So big. So long. Down on the baseline. He's triple teamed. He turns. He lays it up and in. Just not much stopping Josh Ward when he's got the ball down low. 73-50 Warriors, 3-10 to go, and we're going to have a timeout. Watcherson and Grove coming back into the game. So tomorrow, uh, the girls will play at noon, and the boys will play at 5-15. So the girls will get the loser of Irrigan and Lapine, and the boys will get the winner of Irrigan and Lapine. Boys game. So noon tomorrow, and then 5.15. And then home for some of us. Get home tomorrow night. Be any bad weather over here. The weather was great for traveling over. Uh, we got a full timeout taken down on the floor. We're going to run one quick commercial break here and be right back. This is Amity Warrior Basketball on KLYC 1260 AM, McMinnville. Nobody wants to be in a car accident, but it can happen to even the most careful drivers. And when it does, you need the best in auto body repairs. You need to come see Stairs Auto Body. Curtis Stairs works on all makes and models, guaranteeing quality and satisfaction every time. He will work with all insurance companies to ensure a quality repair for every customer. Stairs Auto Body, located behind Lums Motors on Highway 99 in McMinnville, a proud supporter of Warrior Athletics. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Basketball on KLYC. It's going to be Burns Basketball with 310 to go in the fourth quarter. Warriors up 73-50. to Warriors been in control of this game from the outset. They were up uh, 7-0 right from the beginning. And Josh Ward able to do anything he wants against this undersized Burns team. Guard heavy they are. It's a little drive, kick out to White. White gets to the elbow. Back into the hands of Tiller. Tiller will drive, gets all the way in. Wart blocks the shot easily and gets the rebound. He waits. He gets that ball up by the top of the square. 11 and a half feet in the air is about where he blocked that one. Watcherson, right corner, cross court to Grove. Grove down to the left corner, drives baseline, hangs, misses, fouled. Go to the line to shoot two. Nice aggressive take there by Logan Grove. Excellent ball movement, too. Watcherson. Drawing the defense to the right corner. Makes the skip pass 40 feet away on the money to Logan. 
Grove at the foul line. Hits the first one. That looks comfortable now. He's hit his last two in a row. Missed his first two. Those are easy points, and he's going to be, as I mentioned before, just I think just an outstanding high school shooter, both from the foul line and the field. Just fundamentally sound. He's got a high basketball IQ, and as he gets some confidence here early in the season, um, he's going to be ready to take on more and more of a scoring load as this year progresses. Run the weave out top. Highlanders with the ball. Ball knocked away. Hutchinson with the steal. Isaac takes it in. Watcherson. I did it again. And Watcherson throws it down. You hear the crowd in the background. I don't know where I'm getting the Hutchinson. I don't know where that's coming from. Boy, he's going to give me a bad time when he listens to this game later. There's a missed three at the other end. Watcherson with the block. Wart with it. Nice dunk by Watcherson. Didn't look like he was going to have that much of an angle and threw it down with the right hand. Wart going the other way. Statue of Liberty holds it up high and lays it in. So the big guys doing it for the Warriors. 79-50 to 50 as Watcherson gets the dunk and Wart gets the beautiful left-hand finger roll off the glass. Three-pointer misses and it lands out of bounds by Wolf. And here comes five off the bench with a minute 36 to go. Dyke, Jeremiah Disler, Wyatt Hatch, Noah Groom, and Hayden Reeves into the game. They just walked on the floor. you got to wait until you're told to come on. It's kind of the way that works in basketball. They were excited to get in the game. Wholesale substitutions by both teams, though, here. Well, I don't know where that has come from. Poor Isaac calling him Hutchinson in this game. I don't even know a Hutchinson. It's not like I've got somebody else on my mind, Isaac. Watcherson. We'll get it right. I promise you, my friend. All right, Warrior basketball after the airballed three out of bounds. Hayden Reeves will run the point here. A minute and a half to go in the fourth quarter. Dyke comes up, sets a screen. Hand off to Jeremiah Disler. He'll take a three, top of the key. Beautiful. Knocks it down. Just like that, and the fans love it. The bench loves it. No hesitation for Jeremiah. He just drilled it. It's a quick pass by uh, at the other end by trying to see who made that pass. Tiller threw it off of the hands of Sheen and out of bounds. That was a fastball that Sheen had no chance of catching. Warriors up 82-50. Reeves with it. Works right off the screen from Dyke. Now back to the left, all the way in with the left hand up and in. Hayden Reeves with a very nice drive, taking it all the way there. He's got five in the game. Under a minute to go here in this one. Tiller hands off to White. White picks up his dribble. Off the hands of Oberly. Picked up. There's the pass ahead from Hatch to Groom. Lays it up and in. A little awkward. I don't think Noah knew where he was on the floor when he caught the ball. Turned. Had to kind of find the rim all at once and had a nice soft touch on that ball. Got it to drop. 86-50. Nice to see some of these bench guys get in the game and get some points here as well. Sheen. Ball stolen by Dyke. Saves it back into Groom. Nice job by Cody there. 20 seconds to go in this one. Reeves will dribble it out. If they let him, they won't. It goes over to Groom. Back to Hayden in the center circle. And that'll do it, folks. 86-50, the final score in this one. A nice win for the Warriors to start their season off. And Hayden threw it out of bounds. He was rolling it to the official. And he rolled it with too much time. Or maybe he was rolling it over to Cody. I don't know. And it rolled out of bounds with 2.4 seconds to go. 
Reeves gets the steal, though, on the inbound. So maybe he just wanted to pad his stats. He gets a turnover. He gets a steal. It looks better in the long run. Final score, 86-50. Warriors will be right back with some scoring totals here on KLYC, 1260 AM, McMinnville. If you own property, you know there are always some jobs around that you just don't have the equipment to do. That's when you need to give Warrior Construction a call. Owner-operator Scott Worthington has decades of experience and can handle all sorts of excavation and demolition jobs with great expertise. Whether it's a septic system install, foundation dig-out, driveways, large landscaping jobs, trenching, or just getting some land cleared, Warrior Construction can handle it all. Give Scott a call at 971-241-1934. KLYC, McMinnville Amity. Streaming services provided you by H&R Block, where Block has your back. We are also here for your business service needs. Transitions in life. Sometimes it's difficult. One of the biggest transitions is when a loved one leaves us. Macy and Son is there for you. A trusted friend for five generations in Yamhill County. At that time, you will have lots of questions and need someone to walk with you every step of the way burial or cremation and a myriad of options now including aqua cremations let macy and son walk that journey with you macy and son mcminnville five generations helping with funeral and family needs whether it's a large operation or just enough to keep you busy every farm deserves the same protection talk to your local country financial representative tim harzma about customized coverage with agri plus it lets you pay for the coverage you want not what you don't need so whether you're protecting your farm vehicles and buildings or looking for life insurance to help protect your family let country financial help you grow your own way you can reach tim harzma at 503-565-2043 Policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company and Country Life Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Well, welcome back, Warrior fans. Thank you for joining us tonight. Warriors get a nice win, 86-50 to over the Burns Highlanders to get things started on this year. Uh, first official game of the year for the Warriors. Warriors were led tonight by Josh Ward with 28 points. Keenan Graham added 13, 11 each for Isaac Watcherson and Logan Grove, both of them getting their first significant varsity action uh, in high school, and both of them stepping up and doing a great job. Five each for Bernards and Disler. That five from Bernards included a three-pointer, and that's Landon Disler. Uh, five for Hayden Reeves as well. Three for Jeremiah Disler. Two each, George Hatch and Noah Groom. And uh, so the Warriors with a nice balanced scoring attack. Josh Ward, 28. Like I said, he could have had 50 tonight if he wanted to. Uh, they had nobody that could guard him anywhere. Uh, so a nice job, nice practice for Josh to uh, work on some other aspects of his game. Had probably, I think, at least four assists that I can remember off the top of my head. Several block shots, and I'm sure he was pushing double digits and rebounds. Uh, the Highlanders got 22 out of Dakota Seah. Uh, and then 15 from Friedrichsen and a few other baskets here and there from other players. Final score, 86-50 Warriors. So we'll have the girls tomorrow at noon. We'll be on the air at about uh, 12, or excuse me, 11.45. I think we'll plan to start pregame there. And the boys will play at 5.15. We should be on the air at 5 o'clock. So 11.45 tomorrow for the girls pregame, 5 o'clock for the boys pregame uh, opponents to be determined based on how the games this evening here at Lapine go. It'll be either be Irrigan or Lapine for both of them. All right, folks, want to thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for KLYC for hosting Warrior Sports and Wes Simpkins for uh, all the work that he did to help us have this on the air. Want to thank all of our sponsors as well. Uh, and if you're interested in becoming a sponsor, please let me know. This is Jeff Clark signing off tonight. 
Go Warriors, and have yourself a great evening.